Hello and welcome back to the On The Burst podcast. I'm your coach, Brandon Savage, and I am joined by my assistant coach, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? Yeah, good, brother. I'm just trying to get out that boogie that I had in my nose from last episode. Interesting. So... (laughs) Uh, this is our NRL show, and we didn't come to you last week. We actually recorded it twice, didn't we? Yeah. It was, um, yeah, last week was pr- pretty bad, pretty bad. Uh, so I made sure I got Supercoach episode, another Supercoach episode out, eight, out late last week. And, uh, yeah, we're back for the NRL show this week, and we're pretty much it's funny because there wasn't much news last week. There's even less news this week. There's nothing going on in the NRL world. NRL players, you you got to do better. you got to – actually, you got to do worse. No news is good news. They're all behaving themselves. There hasn't been really any off-season, off-field drama, Oh, I've got to tell you something. So, obviously, I – performed in the Sports Share TV charity match on the weekend. And yep. I did talk about it last episode, so I'm not going to harp on about it. The jersey's hanging up in commemoration for the match because I want to play... stinks. <laughs> no, I washed it. I washed yeah. it. There is a stain on it still. I want to play footy. If, if anyone knows a club around the Penrith area that can take Looking on to a... give Savs a call up his cane. Yeah, I'm happy to play in the outside backs again. That was pretty good. But... um. So we went out to the Locker Room Hotel after. There was Clarky, Roasty, Sportshare TV lads, uh, BKR Sport, Jason David, Hainsey. Like, it was a pretty cool crew after. We are having some drinks. We are having a great time. And who walks past? Cameron Murray and Campbell Graham. Hmm. Walk past. They just, out of nowhere, it's like they walked from a core stadium. Like, there was nobody out there. Just out of nowhere they come. We're sitting at the first table at... The venue, and I point at them and yell out, "Hey, look! That's Cameron Murray and Campbell Graham." And like, I had a f- few drinks in the system, so I had no filter. And as soon as that, like, they ignored that completely, yeah. and I didn't realize I was that loud. But oh, everyone, you got to block out the noise. Everyone told me afterwards that it was so loud there was no way they didn't hear me because <laughs> the venue was quiet. It was bloody eleven p.m. on a Saturday night outside of football stadium that didn't have any games on like it was a quiet venue and what they did they walked in they went downstairs they came back up and left like 90 seconds later so there you go buzzer i feel right that one oh up. Well, th- th- there's no scandal there i reckon they were just <laughs> scouting the area for talent you know i oh, could add something to it oh he, he, <laughs> he would off-season dramas at the south sydney rabbitohs uh but that was my weekend that was highlight of the weekend how was yours yeah, good, mate. Yeah, just, uh, just a bit of a bender with the boys uh, up in Queensland. Got a, a million midgy bites all over me. So, yeah, not too happy about that. Going to have to uh, come better prepared next time I go to Queensland. 25 days till the NRL starts. Wow. Yeah, I think when you said it last time, it was like, it was like 50. 40 or something. Yeah. 40 or 50, and yeah. I'm getting excited. Now I'm getting nervous. That, that's sort of getting me. I'm getting nervous now. Oh. I'm a bit scared, actually, because when it comes around this quickly, it means it's going to end quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just nervous that, you know, Panthers, you know, got to defend the title again and they're even – everyone wants blood even more, so – They're even more targeted everyone now, Everyone wants to they? see the Panthers fall even harder. So you've got a lot of pressure on the boys, a lot of pressure on the fans. The first thing I want to touch on here is – Something was brought up the other day. Uh, Denon from Bloke in a Bar, 
he was talking about Zach Hosking and he kept saying the word Hoskings. Zach Hoskings, yep. And this just made me think of pronunciations in rugby league that annoy you. And I've got a whole list of things. Hoskings is number one. <laughs> when people say the Storms. Yeah. It's classic, that one. I love that one. Adding S's to anything is bad. Yeah. Um, it's not the same, but when people spell Angus or Stephen Crichton or Trent Hodkinson with a G. Oh, with the Crichton boys, I always get the T and the CH mixed up. <laughs> I, always, I always do it the wrong way around, but I'm dyslexic and not the sharpest speller, so... I used to hate when people would call Adam Dewey Adam Dewey because I used to call him Adam Dwayhe. Yeah, but Dwayne. now I get annoyed when people say Adam Dwayhe. <laughs> yeah, I like Dewey. Um, like it reminds me of um, Huey, Dewey and Louie, the Ducks cartoon characters. And it took me a while. It takes me a while when I talk when I, when a player. He's called something for a long time and then they change the pronunciation. Mm. So Papali'i took me a while to get used to, but I've gotten used to it now and I'm happy that I'm still not saying the old way because it's the way they What's wa- the old way again? Papali. Papali. It's weird now. Yeah, it's once you weird, get into isn't the new it? way, yeah, old way's weird. And I used to yeah. always say Papali and I was very st- – I wasn't stubborn for bad reasons or anything. I was just like, I'm used to saying yeah, it this way. I think a lot of these things take a lot of time to sort of – you. We, they're built into our, you know, memory um, – um, physical memory as well when we say it so yeah that's and, cool uh, what, what have you got um so classic one uh herbie's herbie farnsworth <laughs> adding an s to it but yeah in the, so middle? the, the um uh, fletch and heine are classic for those ones i think in one of their episodes they kept calling him farnsworth and it was a bit of a laugh um, <laughs> herbie farnsworth. i've also got one that i'm heaps guilty for it's just one i can't pronounce I'll probably do it now. Ravalawa. I've got it. Yeah, but I'm yeah. always like um, put the the W like like Ravalawa. Like, and it always gets mixed up. So I always say his name um, real bad. I've had another one I wrote down. I'll tell you which one actually. It it doesn't annoy me, but when you say CTW, you see CWT. Yeah, I say it back to front all the time. It's not that bad though, but like it's it's just. <laughs> That's it's just funny. I was telling you about before. Yeah, it's funny because I'm like, is he like, is he saying that on purpose or can he not say it? Like, surely he can say it. Yeah, it's just it's tough. You're just trying to go too quickly. Yeah, yeah. Another one I've got is like, it's probably one that only a few people. It's not every like you say that you don't hear it much, but like, it's Sean O'Sullivan, <laughs> like like Sutherland or putting a D on the end yeah. instead of an N. And, yeah, that's one. Um, I'd love to go through and think about a lot of the old names like... I've actually got one. Yeah. Actually, you're a fiend for it. Okay. You're a fiend for it. You used to say Jerome Lulawai yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Do you still say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's Luai. Jerome Luai. And it's funny because we get... Oh, okay, Lulawai. Yeah, Jerome These Luluai. things annoy us from commentators where, like, you're... Kind of a com like well, comment uh, like podcaster talk on talking football on Supercoach, yeah. And like I got it from Denny Kemp saying Hoskins a yeah. lot. So I'm sure there's um, heaps of people that should, like, piss off with stuff like that. And please send in if there's any that me or Sav say wrong that um, you've noticed that we pick up on. That'd be fun, whether it's footy words or even just normal words. Yeah, true. I'm seriously bad at a lot, a lot of these things, so I can't I can't judge. I can't say a lot of words. So um, shout out to the people having a dig because. It, it is a tough gig when people like us bloody judge you 
doing mm. these sorts of things. Uh, but let's move into the NRL news. <laughs> Ezra Mam re-signs with the Broncos. This is the only news I've got this week that is, you know, relevant to talk about. Um, what are your thoughts on the Ezra Mam re-signing? I think this is a good move. I didn't expect anything else, but mm. puts a bit of pressure on Adam Reynolds to kind of maybe take a pay cut or retire soon so they can re-sign Reese Walsh. Yeah, um, I think it's a mad signing. Like, you definitely want to keep him there. He's... A really, you know, attacking lethal weapon. And I think that his game's just going to develop too. I mean, like, just seeing how good he was in the grand final, the toughest game of a person's career, and he was elite. So, yeah, if he can bring a bit of that and find a bit, you know, more consistency and really he could be one of the best 5'8s in the game. You know, we could be talking amongst him with the likes of Dylan Brown, Munster and stuff like that. So... Yeah, all for it. 100%. I think Adam Reynolds is probably naturally going to retire probably by the right time, though, I think, anyway. I don't think he'll be forced out. Or How long yeah. do you reckon he's got left? Oh, I, I imagine he, another year or two max. I think he's only got next year left on his contract, but right. or maybe this year, and they're looking at extending him. So, yeah, I don't know. I think he'll retire, and they'll have all that Not sorted. that he's playing bad, but he is getting old, isn't he? Yeah. Like, it just feels like he's got one or two years left, Max. Whereas DCE, he's an older half, but you feel like he can play for five years, but it's just... He seems like he's got better legs in him. Yeah, but because he hasn't retired yet, like he could probably retire next year. You, you'd be surprised, but not too surprised because of his age, but he could retire in another five years still. Whereas Adam Reynolds, like you kind of expect it quite soon. That's all the NRL news we have. There is a lot of other little news stories here and there, but we're not going to bore you with the boring stuff. We're not the experts, as we always say. We're going to move on to our top five series of our top five players. Let's start off with the Knights. Timmy? The Knights. Okay. So, number one, clear standout, Kalen Ponga. Uh, number two, I've got Frizzell. Been there, done that. He's very reliable. Uh, three, Gagai. I could probably put Gagai at two, um, especially just if you compare like a career. Actually, I might put Gagai at two. I'm going to stick Gagai at two. I think we've just been a bit tough on him. Didn't make Origin last year, so it sort of um, takes away a little bit of his, um, I guess, um, what do you call that word? Reputation or yep. whatever. Then I've got Bradman Best at four. Just sort of really come into his own last year. I think he'll continue with that this year. And Jackson Hastings at five. It was a bit of a tough one to pick, but I think he's – I mean, he's certainly no elite – um, player, but he's shown that even like when he went over to Super League, I didn't watch any of that career over there. But from what I hear, he took took a team to a couple of grand finals, yeah. won a grand final, um, and yeah, and he's fit in into the NRL, back into the NRL really well, and he's a really handy footy player. So I'm pretty happy with that order. I think if I yeah, if I stick Gay Guy back to two and Fratell at three, I've gone very similar. I've gone Ponga. Gagai, Best, 
I went Marju then Frizzell, but I think Hastings deserves to be there over probably Marju. And oh, I don't know. Yeah, like Frizzell deserves to be there. Refre- um, Frizzell, I get lacks pizzazz. And yeah. Marju's obviously as an individual winger who can tackle bust and has. Is but quite I also exciting. think without Hastings in the side, these players don't perform as well as they do. So I think Hastings. I reckon deserves- if you told Tyson Frizzell. To his face, that Greg Marshall was a better footy player than you. He'd give you a, a glance that would make you shatter. I don't even know if he did. You're probably right. Let's go to the Raiders. I've got Joe Tarpane at number one, Josh Papali'i at number two, Hudson Young at number three, Corey Horsbrough at number four, and Jamal Fogarty at number five. I think their forward pack is their bread and butter. Their Backs are really shot this year, and I think they're going to give a lot of young guys a go this year. Chevy Stewart, I'm very excited for. Xavier Savage, I don't know where he belongs, but Ethan Strange, hopefully he comes in. Um, There's a lot to be excited for at the Canberra Raiders this year, but their forward pack is by far and away the reason they made the top eight the last few years. Yeah, so I know the the one guy left out of mine was um, um, Papalihi, but I've gone... Tarpany, Young, Tomoko, Rapana, Whitehead. Special mention of Fogarty. I think Fogarty is one of these halves, kind of like Chad Townsend at the Cowboys, who without them in the side, you realise how bad they can be. I I, I really rate Fogarty. Like if somewhere like Manly signed Fogarty for after DCE, I'd be very happy. Although... I think Fogarty's a similar age to DC, so there'd be no point in that. But let's say... I think the Fog Dog would be a fair bit younger than DCE. Fair. I think if the Rabbitohs sign Fogarty, the Rabbitohs win a comp this year. That's my thoughts. Wow. No, without a doubt, to be honest. You think he's that much better than Elias that it would make the difference to them winning he a comp? He shits on Elias. He's a good halfback. Yeah. Okay. All right, Roosters. Yep, so Trell Mint. Uh, number Roosters. one. Roosters. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Roosters, Rabbitohs both start with R. Oh, we did that last time. Yeah. yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, his counterpart is his, his uh, opposition. Teddy, number one. He's been given a hard rap recently, saying he's on the outer. He's not what he used to be. Uh, he's an elite footy player still, and I'm very comfortable keeping him in the number one position for the Roosters. Number two, I'm going Joey Manu. I'm still very happy with him at number two. And uh, number three, I've got this is my controversial one, Sammy Walker. Just sh- glimpses of um, his skill level. Even last year when he was a little bit on the outer, there was little plays he did where he just done little kick-throughs for himself and stuff that were just extremely skillful. Uh, I think he's really going to develop into being an elite halfback. I think that he, he potentially takes DCE spot over... Um, What's at, his at face? The Queensland. Yeah, over um, what's his over name? Dearden. Dearden. Yeah, if he can, I think if he, he have a really good year, I think he's a much better footy player in pizzazz wise. I think he's just got it. I realise that Dearden's more polished and there's less, you know, less green. But Sammy Walker's, I reckon, the future for Queensland. So number three, uh, number four, another Queenslander, Lindsay Collins had a massive year last year. Wouldn't have. Thought that great deal of him until that last year's season. Really um, big games for the Roosters and big games for the Queenslanders. Brandon Smith's my fifth. Um, 
tough one to pick, though. They're, uh, with the sombrero that they've got there, you could nearly stick their whole side. There's yeah. not really anyone to leave it. You, you know, the whole side's ridiculous. They should be top four this year. They they should be top four every year. Yeah. I struggle with two to five. I've got Tedesco at one, Collins at two, Manu at three, Radley at four, and JWH at five. I left out Sam Walker, but mainly because he hasn't solidified uh, like solidified himself as a Benny premio option. Glimpses, but yeah. I think he has the potential to do that. And I think late in the season, like Drew Hutchison came in, did a good job, but I think they really didn't perform their absolute best till he came in. Like, I think he does a lot for them. Uh, He adds to their attack and he brings out the best in people around him as well. So um, I think he's only going to get better. And my only issue with him for Queensland is his size. And I I don't know if he's ever... Eden's about the same. Oh, you know, just a little bit... He needs to eat probably an extra sandwich a day and you'll be right. They're not too far off height-wise. I'd say Sammy Walker could be even taller, possibly. Potentially. I just think, yeah, he's just... Yeah, he does need to put on it. Like his size is his main concern. Like he seems like a bit of a liability, especially close to the like when he's In defending. Defense, yeah, you always, especially for super coach, you'll be looking at a second row and going, "Oh, he's running at Sammy Walker yeah. this week." So that is obviously an issue. But just his eyes up, footy is, you know, yeah, it's very, good very, very good. All right, for the Sharks, I've got Nico Hines number one by far and away. I think it's easy to get these number ones for every side. Mm. Cameron McInnes at number two, and this is justified by New South Wales' 36-man squad. Nico Hines and Cameron McInnes was the only two people chosen from the Sharks in that. So I think, yeah, McInnes is just great, and I want to see him play Origin this year, hopefully. Number three, Blake Braley. Number four, Britton Nicara. Number five, Mulatalo. You could pretty much – number five could be anyone in that side because I think they all put in an extreme amount of effort, and – They've got a good culture there, and I'm very excited to see them this year. And I'm excited to see them when AFB comes in into the side. But I think they've got a window right now, and hopefully they take it with both hands this year. Yep. So I've got um, little differences. I've got Nicker at number two. I've got McInnes down at number five. You had him at number two. Yep. I've got Kennedy in my top five. I think you had Ronnie Mulatalo in there instead. I think Ronnie's a great winger. You know, you know, obviously was selected for the Queensland side until they found out he wasn't eligible. Um, I think if Nicara was eligible for Origin, he might be someone in the mix. Oh, he would so, be. Um, yeah, so that's worth you know noting as well. Blake um, Blake Braley, I think he's just a really reliable gun little hooker who's going to have a long career. So I think he's. Happy to have him up in there. Special mention to Finucane. Nah. And Trindle I've got as well. I don't like Finucane. I I mean, I like him, but I just don't – I don't think he's been what he was signed – actually, I think he's done exactly what he was signed to do, was to bring a culture to the club. But on field, I don't think he's been great at all. He's been injury prone. He's been very ill-disciplined on the field. Like, he's gotten suspended multiple times. And I think he's just got to come off the bench so McInnes can start. Uh, I just, yeah, I think he's kind of getting in the way. And uh, especially with their salary cap, uh, I would love to. The fact that they've got AFB now, mm-hmm. I think that takes a lot of pressure off for Nukin. But 
yeah, I think he hasn't been as good a signing as they would have hoped him to be. The Knights, Raiders, Roosters, and Sharks. I want. I'm going to go through each team. I'm just going to say the team, and we have to say if they had to make one signing this year to win a comp, who would it be? So Newcastle, if they made one signing this year to win a comp, who would it be? Oh, I mean, without saying just the obvious you Nathan, Nathan Cleary. Cleary you've yeah. got it. You've got to actually identify a hole in their side. Yeah, and the best person for that position. So let's say for the Knights, I think they're probably lacking. Middles, maybe a gun 5'8". So uh, I don't know if a Dylan Brown or a, or a Payne Haas or let's just say a more realistic one. Payne Haas isn't going anywhere. So I know Braden Hamian ULA for the, to the Knights. Um, personally, I think Cameron Munster. You need to be Brandon Hamuel Ueli's manager if if you like going in there and saying this is the bloke that's going to win <laughs> your grand final this year. Yeah, if you well, want a bloke, he's your guy. Well, realistically, yeah, maybe Hamlin Ueli is the guy. Hamlin Ueli or mm. Cameron Munster. Yeah, I'd say I reckon a five eight would be awesome for him. I don't think Gamble's terrible, but he's also. He does a job. He yeah. doesn't exceed the job. Hastings is doing a good and good enough job there, and yeah, I'd want someone that's probably not going to get too much in the way of Ponga as well. Do I compliment his game? I don't know who who's standing out, but yeah, I'd so say I'm not going to pick a player. I'll just we'll say let's replace that five eight. Yeah, so position. maybe a Dylan Brown, yeah. even who's yeah. yeah, if they could take him, then he's yeah. yeah. All right, the <laughs> the Raiders. Oh, there's a lot here. Maybe like, oh, Dream Buller. Like, oh, yeah, no, nah, it's a tough one because th- they need a lot of outside backs. Like they, yeah. their outside backs need a lot of work. They need a five eight. I don't think anyone they could sign unless they saw. And you know, I'm high on Fogarty. If Nathan Cleary went there, would they win a comp? Yeah. Uh, I still don't know. If Ponga went there, I don't think they could win a comp still because Newcastle will have better sides. So. Yeah, I don't think one superstar. They need a, a few extra me, like medium sort of range players. I think they're, they're, they're just losing um, Whiten. Although he like hasn't had a massive, massive impact. Like You know what I mean? Like it's... It just makes them that one extra person short than what they already were because they yeah. were really short. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't think there's anyone yeah. this year for them, unfortunately. But The Roosters. The Rooters. Mm. They've got that, pretty much everything they well, need. The one, the one that screams out at me, I think they've got everything in the forward pack, the backs. The six or seven aren't quite there. To win the comp. So I think they need a dominant six or seven. Whether that's, you know, DCE went to the Roosters, they win a comp hands down. Yeah, I like that. Yeah? Yeah. The Sharks. Also like replacing Kiri. I feel like his form hasn't been as great as what it could be since he sort of returned off that year that he laid off. Yep. I'd probably look at replacing him and give Sam Walker the growth. But so I don't know who... But, you know, months already. DCE and Sam Walker? 
Yeah, and let Sam Walker play five. I know it didn't work with Kiri and Sam Walker, but DC is that much better that he'll still control the side and it won't matter if Sam Walker isn't performing as well. He can at least chime in when the opportunities are there. Yeah, I think DC is still the guy. Um, The Sharks, first person that comes to mind, Caelan Ponga. Fullback, yeah. Like, I, I think Will Kennedy's a good player, but I think they lack just that extra spark besides Hines. Yeah. Will Kennedy plays really well when the team's really going really well as well, but it's not he's not the type of guy that's going to have an individual moment and take the team on the back of his shoulders. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'd re- replace him with, with a, yeah, a pizzazzy fullback. Let's move on to the blind rankings. Um, I have got a theme for these blind rankings, but I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Stephen Crichton. Oh, okay. I reckon I know what this, this blind rankings is. Um, shit. I don't really... Okay. I'm just going to go two. Herbie Farmworth. Number three. Daniel Tupo. Confused now. Um, number four. Moses Laota. Fuck, this is a weird one. <laughs> Fuck, man. Five. It's Jake Arthur. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Jake Arthur, number one. I'm expecting a big year from him. <laughs> what do you what, what do you think the um the theme is here? Well, I thought it was going to be like best signing for clubs, or like that have gone to a new clubs with oh, yeah. Crichton, and then it was Farmworth solidified that. I was like, that's what he's definitely doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that. That's really cryptic and messy. Like when Leota came up, it threw me <laughs> really out. Grand final try scorers. Okay, mad. Okay, cool. So you've got Jake Arthur at number one, Stig Crichton at number two, Herbie Farnworth <laughs> at number three, Daniel Tupo at number four, Moses Lerida at number five. I mean, it's 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 a decent order without that number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like compare like Moses Lerida as a player to someone like. Stephen Crichton, you know what I mean? They're both yeah. in the similar. They're in the. They would have been in the same side, a completely different position, for sure. All right, cheers for tuning in for on the burst this week. Um, it's been, I think, because the season is just about to start. There's trials around the corner. Not much news. Uh, the show. I'm not saying it's dull at the moment. We're hitting, pla- a little, hitting, hitting a little bit of it, but we're about to bloody crack off. We're about to absolutely take off. So. During the season, the structure is going to be a lot different. I think we're we're going to break down, break down a lot down more the, football to talk because there's football in front fo- of us. Exactly, we're we're pretty much digging from the archives here to try and make a full episode. Um, but nonetheless, I'm st- still loving it. Still loving doing this. Next week, we'll do the top four, their top five players. Hopefully, we have a bit more news to go over. Um, but during the season, uh, we have a nice little structure to go off, which I think is going to s- flow so sm- smoothly. I'm very excited for the season to start. And, yeah, I think that's it. 
sequel. I'm uh, coming weeks. We'll start doing our ladders, NRL ladder predictor, predictor yeah. grand final daily M's, stuff like that. That's a great one. We'll chat on that. All right. Cheers for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>